Begin. 51 times. 52. 52 Still can't get it right. Times. It's okay, though. It's kind of funny to have it at the beginning. Me messing up first thing. <laughs> it's the first part of the show. Because it's kind of like, right. th- like throwing a no-hitter in baseball. Like, the longer you go in the game and you're perfect, okay. the more stress more, there more is. More pressure. Yeah. But if you just yeah. let... You walk the first guy, and then you throw a perfect game after that. It's kind of like, <laughs> not a perfect game, but, you know, nah, there was no a hitter. pressure. Still a no-hitter. Still a no-hitter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, this is crazy. Is it? I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is a podcast. Yeah. This Man, is a Phil. Podcast. Yeah. Man, dude. This is a podcast. This is, a this podcast. is crazy, this is dude. It's, like. it's sometimes like I look at you and I'm like, I'm a beat. Does your- Phil know? <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. Uh, like, does uh, Phil know like how crazy this is? Like, I don't does think Phil so. know like how what he's created? Like, like, like what just OTG in general? In general, man. Like, it's a podcast right now. Yes, yeah. Sir. This is a podcast of like OTG, your gym, mm-hmm. your place, yeah. something you've created. His brand. Yeah. I know. And then like, I'm just like, man, like I'm part of it. And this guy That's gave right. me a chance to be a part of like his thing that he created. It's this like, is our thing. I mean, like. This is just as much I your thing as mine. Nah, no way. Yeah. Do you, Sean's thing? Daryl's thing? I mean, Sean, Look at the shirt. yeah. Daryl too. But <laughs> Look at the shirt. <laughs> I know. I know. But this shirt like, is a 5X. <laughs> <laughs> I've grown so much. You, you, you fill it out very nicely. <laughs> I don't know, Ooh, man. My front lat spread didn't get on the last show, so I had to throw it in there just <laughs> there now. There we go. Yeah, there we go, man. No, nah, nah, this, this is the thing, you know? Um, it's a real thing, Mondo. You're the, part of it. I am, the, thing I that make, the thing that makes it a thing that people don't understand is that you and Daryl and Sean and Kevin and every, every client at the gym. Yeah is what it is it's not me like that that's why it's called only the greatest not phil's gym <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. average joe's yeah. Yeah. average phil's yeah you know and like that that's that's the secret sauce to like i'm not i don't know i guess that that's the secret to like building building a brand and building mm-hmm. something is to be to not let your ego get in the way and i think that's what people do especially in our industry right and we'll talk about that throughout the show today probably but what happens in our industry is oh mondo's gym you know we're the only one and we do it better than everybody else well we know we do it better than everybody else but it's because of it's because of the team not not because of this one person or this one way you know Mm -hmm. it's a combination of you doing your job, Daryl showing up to the podcast, Sean making the crazy edits, mm-hmm. you know, Kevin talking to people, Summer right. talking to people, you know, it's yeah. all a thing that the the fact that that you fixed the dumbbells perfectly before you walk out of the door and like all, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's a culture. That, that's what makes it. Yeah. It's a culture. Yeah. And you know, Phil, you're touching on something and um you know, I have my, uh, I, ha- I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, um, a lot of different uh, types of pot, like shows about different things, right? Um, any of your, you can listen to any of your hyper successful entrepreneurs of the world, your Gary V's, your Ed Milet's, your Andy Frisella's, the list goes on and on. Mm-hmm. These guys will tell you, they'll all say, they'll make, they'll almost make fun of the people that are like, oh, I'm self-made. Yeah, and they're like, no, that's yeah. bullshit. You're not yeah. self-made. Mm-mm. You had a team of people around you. Takes a whether village. whether it's your your consumer that's buying your product, or mm-hmm. your your clients that you're training, or your team members, your training staff, mm-hmm. or your uh, digital content creator. That is a team of people that that you built with, and um, so they'll they'll they kind of they kind of some of them make fun of it, but most of them. We'll be like, that's bullshit. Yeah. One of my pe- favorite pe- people make the, you know, for sure. One of my favorite little things that, that, uh, entrepreneurs say, um, other than like have an entrepreneur in like their bio and stuff or, like or that. Or C- CEO on, on their, yeah, uh, on yeah. their business cards. One of the things that really gets me is they like to use the Public term, figures. this term like unemployable. <laughs> Unemployable. Yeah, like I'm unemployable. Like, so I haven't I, heard that one. Yeah, that's what they, and it's they're, they're like proud of it. Like I'm only a business owner. Like, yeah. bro, like you will never make it. You'll be a failure forever. Mm-hmm. If you, if that's the way that you think, because to be a great leader, you have to be what? You have to be able to learn. You have a great to be, follower a great, first. A great, well, you have to you be have a great to, follower. Yeah, you have to be yeah. a great follower first. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it all, it all goes back to, 
the team around you because sure. you know, you're sitting in here, Mondo, and you're going, wow, this is a podcast. This is an actual studio. It is. But without you saw the first one. if if <laughs> you weren't uh, training people, training clients and pleasing them at the gym and then they weren't coming into the gym and paying for the training, then the gym doesn't exist. This doesn't That's exist. Right. Right. And, yeah. and this brand doesn't exist. So you can look at it from any angle. If, uh, you know, it started with Lucas um, and now it's Sean d- doing the digital content If these guys weren't creating these badass edits and, and, uh, getting the content out there and it wasn't reaching people online and they weren't going, you know what, man, that's, that's motivating. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to send Phil an email and I'm going to sign up for training. And then they come in and you do a terrible job training them. And then they walk away and they're gone. gone, So like, yeah. Or, or, uh, you know, Sean's not putting out the content or the content's not good, or he's not paying attention when he's editing it and it doesn't grab them, Mm. you know, none of this they don't, they don't pay for the training. It doesn't exist. So yeah. you can look at it from all the different angles. If they all have to be in alignment. Yeah. You know, they Phil, all be with, with in alignment with each Phil's other. Phil's a major asshole and they get this greedy gym owner or business owner vibe from them and it, it pushes them away. That's right. Then it doesn't exist. So yeah. if we say something today on the podcast and somebody comes to the gym and it's not in alignment, yeah, then it doesn't right. work, you yeah. know? So they're, that person is just as important as an asset. Like Daryl said, right. Everybody, they're all, everything, all, the employees, the the clientele, it's all an asset. Can we take this yeah. tape off, man? It's bothering my OCD. <laughs> Let me go ahead and get that there for you. There we go. Got it. I've been tinkering with that tape for like the entire gotcha. time. Well, I mean, Mondo, you're the you're the guest, man. Introduce so, yourself. Who are so, you? So, Mondo, tell us about yourself. Um, you can I'm start mean, as early as you want. <laughs> well, it all started with my parents made this one big mistake. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm 26. Um, what do you do, Mondo? Tell, tell the people what you do yeah, right now. Yeah, what do you do for a living right now? What do you do? I mean, I'm a personal trainer. Where I do you mean, personal train at? OTG. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> OTG, only the greatest. Okay. Man, and you know, like, I've been thinking about the name these past couple weeks. Only the greatest. Because, like, I've been putting in a lot of work, like, not only inside the gym, but also outside the gym. Like when I get home, I'm still working. Right. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm creating workouts. I'm coming, trying to come up with something new. You know, these clients are texting me. I'm texting them back, being supportive, being there for them. You know, when they tell me, hey, like, I feel like doing this. I'm like, okay, like then let's do that. Or, Hey, you know, whenever they get to the gym and they're like, Hey, I'm feeling sore here or Hey, I'm feeling sore. I'm feeling tired. I don't feel good. Well, where, tell me where, so we can fix that. So you can be at your best, Mm -hmm. you know, um, always trying to expand my knowledge so that I could be a master at work because like, that's always learning, always learning. Cause that's all I want to do is like, I want to know everything that way I can help everyone in everything. And then I'm like, I want to be the greatest. And then like, that's when I connect the dots. Only the greatest, mm-hmm. only the greatest work at OTG. That's right. The greatest. I think. And if I don't live up to that, then why am I here? I'm, I can't work for only the greatest if I'm not the greatest <laughs> at my job. You know? I'm with it. Oh, or at least trying to be the or greatest. Or at least trying, right. yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, you're giving your greatest effort. Definitely. So, yeah, you're giving your greatest and effort. And I feel that 100%. And I've never felt it ever in my life because I've never given myself, I've never given myself to anything as much as I've given here. And it's like crazy because like I've only been here since like September, the end of September. Yeah. But like, man, like it's hard to give myself credit, but it's also like I'm over here like, losing sleep because like I'm trying to be the greatest you know what I mean yeah so I don't know you want to be the very best that no one yeah, ever we, was we've been there it's, and it's, it's not like an ego thing it's just like I know these these clients are counting on me mm-hmm. yeah and yeah, it's I can't let them down you know uh-huh. what I mean they pay for me to give them the greatest yeah we are the greatest that's yep. it. I'm with Nothing it else to it you know and if I don't if I give them anything less than the greatest then why are they here? They came here for only the greatest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, mean, I like when people connect the dots like that. Yeah. Cause yeah. some people aren't such well, deep thinkers, you know, they just see this, this logo and they see this thing, oh, OTG. Yeah. Whatever. I'm gonna work out, but it really is so much more than that. And I think that that's what helps us win. And that's what can help the clients win. Mm-hmm. That's what helps us win as a team. It's going to make this podcast win. 
is when you connect the dots like that and you see that it's all coming together, right? That's yeah, right. Definitely. And, That's right. And, that? I, and I don't think that OTG and Phil can correct me if I'm wrong, because this is OTG is, um, it was an idea in Phil's head for years before it was a real thing. Um, I don't think only the greatest implies that, um, it implies, uh, you know, that we think that we are the greatest. I think OTG only the greatest implies that, um, we will settle for nothing but the greatest in all, all facets of our life and of our business. Um, we're not going to accept mediocrity. That's right. Um, we will accept that we have to work harder and we have to get better, but we're not going to accept the mediocrity. Good enough is not good enough for only the greatest. It never will be. And coach Sawyer told me that. Did he? 10th grade. Did he really? Oh, coach I've, li- I've, li- out, coach I've lived my life by this statement since 10th grade. Coach Sawyer, high school tennis coach, Texas city high school. Yeah. I remember him. Mm. Yeah. He said he had it, had it posted on the wall. Good enough is not good enough. Good enough. I've lived my life by that for how, how old am I? 31? 31. Since 31 years like, old. Like 15 years old. 31 years old. <laughs> 31 years old, coach. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awful. Yeah, and it's on Waterboy. Since he like, turned 31, I think yeah. about Waterboy whenever he calls into Captain Insano. Yeah, he's like, and he goes, I'm 31 you, years old, sir. How old are you, kid? 11, 12? I'm 31 years old. And he starts laughing at him, right? Because he sounds like a kid. But anyway, so every yeah. time I say I'm 31, I think about that. But yeah, coach I've Sawyer. Been, I've been living my life by that for 16 years. I think you're so, about 15 in 10th grade? Yeah. yeah. That's about right. Good is the enemy of great, yeah. right? So what that means is if you settle for good, then you will never be great. Mm-hmm. And um, I think um, that kills more. Uh, settling for good kills a lot more greatness than, uh, you know, than <laughs> failure ever did. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, so. So, yeah, man, I, I Mondo, I got to say, I, I love your enthusiasm. Um, I like your, uh, the passion for yeah, sure is there. The passion. I like the, um, the, the personal skills. Um, you know, immediately I walk in the door and you and I within less than a minute are having a full conversation about life. Mm-hmm. And that says something about interpersonal skills for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I just, I feel like you have that you touched on two things. I think there's three things that matter when it comes to successful, whether you're working at a job or you're being entrepreneurial is, um, if you can not, not settle, if you can strive for greatness, your best, which is what you said you're doing, even at home, you're trying to think of these new workouts. You're talking to these clients, you're trying to figure out how to do it better. That's one part of the puzzle. The second part of the puzzle is, um, not, um, basically not greedy, um, not being greedy in your business AKA you're not just training these people just so you can get some money. Mm. You're training these people because you care about them and you want to help them. If you can switch your mindset to that, you can be successful. And the third one is just don't quit. If you have those three things, you're not going to lose. You can't lose. Mm-mm. You'll yeah. never lose. Yeah. And, uh, I think that you have those, those three things based off of a short conversation leading up to the podcast and then now sitting in here. So, uh, so yeah, man, um, I, I admire that. And, um, let's, let's shift gears here a little bit and talk about your fitness, your fitness journey. Were you always into, uh, working out was a more recent uh, thing. I, uh, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of hard to say, like, um, uh, I mean, like I hate to shift gears this fast, but like I was homeless for a while mm-hmm. and I lived out of my car for like a year and I needed somewhere to shower. Yeah. And I remember I saw something, I think it was like on Instagram or YouTube that were like, hey, like you can shower at the gym, like buy yourself a membership, use that as a shower. And, you know, I need a shower. You know, I don't want to like be yeah. stinky, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, no, definitely. <laughs> definitely. No, so, showering's important for sure. <laughs> and I always did yeah. care about my image and the way that I looked before I was like really in tune with who I was. And so um, the being at a gym was just like an add-on, you know? Yeah. Uh, I knew if I worked out, I was going to look good. Mm-hmm. You know, if I look built and strong, I was going to get all the girls. You know? yep. That was <laughs> my, go. I mean, I was <laughs> Smell like, good, look good. That's right. You're, right. You're, yeah. you're ready to I go was then. like in my early twenties at the time, like 20, mm-hmm. like, or barely in, but I wasn't even old enough to drink yet. And, uh, but I was like, if, 
if I don't got a house, I mean, the only thing I got is like my body and my looks, you know? And so, uh, I started working out from there and then I started like taking in the benefits of working out after a while. And, uh, you know, I would go through phases of like when I would stop working out and then I'd be like, man, I feel it in my body. Like I, I need to like work out, you know, mm -hmm. I need to feel the pump. And I would go back and I'm like, yeah, like this feels good. This feels right. Mm -hmm. Like mentally and physically. And I just kept building from there. And here I am. I mean, I live in an apartment with my girl and I'm still working out. I mean, I'm making this like, it's, it's kind of crazy to say, but like my career. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like, right. Definitely building a career. I mean, yeah, nothing, yeah, nothing wrong with that. I never thought. I still struggle with that term too. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. like, I mean, I always grew up thinking, I guess, because my parents always instilled it in my head that like a career is something like being a doctor or like being a lawyer. But I mean, I can make a career out of this too. Like this can be lifelong. Absolutely. And yeah. I can 100%. be extremely successful in this. I feel it. Yeah. Feel it in my bones. You yeah. know yeah. what I mean? When I was a kid, it was all about working in the working in the refineries, you know, that like too. like um what Daryl does. Mm -hmm. You know, and when you're around here, and Sean, maybe you remember too, like in Texas City growing up, yeah, that's what people talk about. Yeah, all the time. They're like, this that's, is the only way. That's the goal. You know, or that 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 that's the goal, that's the only way. This is where the money's at. This yeah, is that that or the medical yeah. field was heavy in our yeah. in our area. A lot mm -hmm. of people graduated uh, from school, went and been uh to become nurses, and then other people that didn't went to the plant sometimes. That's, right. that's right. just kind of what it was. Mm -hmm. Even yeah. me, I mean, when I was homeless, I was like, I gotta get to work. It's the only way I can afford uh having a place to stay. So I worked in the refineries and I got so far into it that I was pretty much like a year away from getting my associates in process technology, which was, you know, being an operator mm -hmm. in the plant. But that's when Phil took me in and I was like, like, screw this. Like, I never wanted to do this. I was just told I needed to do this. I right. never liked any of this. I hated it. Mm -hmm. It like made me such a terrible, horrendous person to be around. And I was like weighing out the two things. Either I can keep going to school and be an operator and make all the money in the world. <laughs> or I can keep doing this that like makes me like fulfilled and happy. And so I let go of that. And now I'm here and I'm putting in my 100% because I know at the end of it, it's all going to be worth it because nothing has made me happier, more fulfilled than this. Like, <laughs> I even like, I thought there was no other way. Right. I was like, there's no other way. I have to work or I have to go get a degree in like the medical field. But doing this and I have- Well, you're working. It's just- a I mean, I'm yeah, working. Yeah. I'm working harder than ever. Harder than I've ever worked in my entire life in anything. But it's paying off. I got an apartment with my girl. I mean, I'm feeling happy. I wake up and I'm not like dragging my butt out of bed. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I wake up and I'm like, oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. like I am tired. dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I get in there and I start training everybody and I see them put their all into the to the workouts that I create and I make for them and I customize for them. And it's like, it's all worth it. It's all good. It's all mm -hmm. worth it. And I'm like mm -hmm. smiling the whole way through. And I've never, ever had that in anything I've ever done my entire life. So if there was any reassurance that I needed, it's, it's that, that like, I'm just, I wake up with a smile on my face and I go home with the smile on my face. As go, to man. back then, I'd wake up with a frown and I'd go home with a frown. Yeah. Nothing can beat that. 100%. You know what I mean? So, such a simple statement, but very profound. If you wake up with a smile and go to, go to bed with a smile or go home with a smile versus waking up frowning and going home with a frown. Yeah. It sounds like a simple statement when you really think about There's it. There's probably a whole lot to it. Like what caused you to wake? Like that means you would, when you wake go to bed with a smile and yep. you wake up with one, there's just... There's so much more going on and they just a yeah, smile on your face. Certainly. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's definitely hard when you work somewhere and you feel like you uh, have to work there and you don't like it because it's a it's fulfillment. Like, yeah, issue. You're locked in. It's like, God damn, I'm locked in here. I need to go here and I hate it. Mm -hmm. This is the worst. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you feel like it's your only option <clears throat> and that's the worst feeling, especially when you don't have nobody to support you. 
which is really important. And that's why I've been so successful here because I've had support from everybody at OTG. Mm-hmm. And if without that support, I wouldn't even be here. But because I have the support from everybody, mm. it just makes, because Phil gave me the chance to spread my wings. It's almost easy, right? It's it, almost it, effortless. Yeah, and exactly. And it's so hard to accept and believe because I've been through so much. But it's like, I'm doing it. And I need to realize that I'm doing it because when I look back at this, like, and I don't want to regret it. I want to live in the moment. I've I've lived my life not living in the moment, trying to fast forward. I need to slow down. And I need to realize mm. that what I'm doing is like right for myself. Mm. Yeah. Well, just, just know that we all struggle with that. Yeah. You know, I, I have this problem all the time. You know, I still have a hard time believing that we're sitting, we're sitting here doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. We're sitting here talking. Daryl's wearing a shirt. You know, I'm wearing a shirt. Yeah. Sean, Sean's over there, it, you know, just waiting yeah. to edit this video yeah. later. And I'm yeah. like, what the hell is going on yeah. right now? That's Feeling how I felt when you I know was what I mean? in here. Yeah. You know, yeah. I had, I went on a, um, a walk with my wife today and we were having a talk, uh, different talk than what we talked about earlier, us three, but, um, we were talking about what you're speaking on Mondo of living in the moment type. Um, and I read something yesterday. It was yesterday or today recently that, um, really, really, uh, struck me hard. And, um, like Phil said, I struggle with it too, living in the moment. And it said, I'm going to butcher it. Like I always do the butcher. Yeah. But, um, it said, it basically said, um, the reason that we miss our lives or they flash before our eyes is because we spend there's there's a moment in the future that we feel like deserves our attention more than this moment that we're living in right now. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. So we're sitting here going, thinking about you should have goals and you should have aspirations, certainly, but you cannot abandon what's going on right now and living in the moment right now. Uh, because if you're if you're living for that future and you're not living right now, you're, you're going to miss your life. It's going to, mm-hmm. it's going to pass you by because you're never going to stop. It's you're never going to reach that goal. And while we were on this walk, I thought about being a little kid. And, um, from the time I met Phil and even earlier than that, the life that I have right now is, is everything I ever wanted or imagined on like steroids times a million. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I, I thought like as a little boy, if I could own a house, and what I thought was a house when I was a little kid, the house that I live in right now, which is a regular house right. would have been a mansion to me as a little kid. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's a very, it's a 2200 square foot house y'all. Okay. <laughs> so it's pretty normal. Uh, it's pretty normal, yeah. but it would have been a mansion to me as a kid. I thought right. if I could own a house, if I could marry a pretty girl and I could get a job that I made average money or above, I would be fulfilled. That would be like my life. So point of that is I stop and think about where I'm at right now. And it is so far beyond what I ever imagined that I could have, or that I even wanted to have just because of where, where I grew up, where, where I came from. It wasn't very, um, wasn't fancy. Right. I'll tell you that much. It was, I don't, uh, I don't know how I, uh, how this conversation started the other day, but I was talking to Denver the other day. And I'm not going to say any names, get but chopsticks, <laughs> get chopsticks. Uh, I'm not going to say any names, but I remember, I don't know how old I was, but I'm going to guess if I were to guess, I was probably like 11 or 12 years old. I was a very shy kid. Um, I hated staying in other people's houses. Cause I woke up real early. I woke up early in the morning and I was always the only person awake. Yeah. And I would be at this strangers. I would be at somebody's house. My friend, whoever's friend that was asleep, their parents were asleep. And I'd just be like laying there, it, laying there for a couple mm-hmm. hours. But anyways, I remember the first time I stayed at um, this person's house and they had stairs in their house. Ooh, bro. Game changer. First time in my life. Yeah. I think I was, I was probably about 11 or 12. And I thought that his parents were billionaires. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just remember walking into this house. It was a house in the islands. Yeah. Nothing special. Walked in. I think I know who it is when I talk about it, but yeah. And I was just blown there was away. Stairs. There were stairs in there. I was like, bro, there's stairs there's in there. Second floor. 
There's two, you mean there's, you have to go up the stairs to get to your room? You're telling me there's more to this place? Yeah, I was just blown. <laughs> His closet was, the, the closet, I could walk into it. Yeah. And I was just, I, I can still, I can feel that feeling in my head right now. Yeah. I remember looking up the stairs. I remember walking into the closet. Like I can, st- you know what I mean? And the, where we grew up, the closet was, you open the door and there was like, there's your shirt. There was that's all I knew. Yeah. I didn't know anything Couldn't different. Get inside of the closet. Like, what do you no, mean go in all. it? Yeah. yeah. And I remember taking a step in the closet. Only so thing like, that goes get, in there is closed. That's yeah. it. <laughs> but not at this. Nah, there was like yeah. board games in there and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, like a whole nother room. Dude, yeah. I was like, what bro? This is the size of my room. <laughs> you know, and uh, it's crazy what perspective, but what, yeah, what, yeah, it's yeah. just like yeah. you know, okay, no. what's crazy is that when I first walked into the here and I saw Sean, and I was like, Man, like, there's so many rooms in this house, like, I didn't know, like, Phil had all this house, and then when I saw you, Phil, I was like, Bro, like. You got in a whole apartment complex in here. Like, oh my God, like it's so big. So like, it's, it's, I'm happy for you because like you're living it now. Like, look at it. Look around. You got a podcast in your own place. I know, sometimes I think about that. I'm like, there's a podcast. So I feel you, bro. I feel you. You know? Yeah. yeah it's crazy. Man, it's it's crazy, out. right? Yeah. I'm with you. Just know, just know, just don't feel the same way. Yeah, yeah, like, what yeah. is going on right now? It goes you back. Know? It goes back to what you touched yeah. on earlier, Mondo. Just following your dreams, following, uh, following what feels good. Because you know, like you said, you're working in the refinery. Yeah. And yeah, you could have probably graduated and made a lot more money, at least up front. Yeah. But you followed your. You're following your passion right now, and it's mm-hmm. going to work out. It's going to work out better for you because yeah. you. And that's all that Phil did. That's why this is here. He just followed his dreams. He he just yeah. did what. He went after what felt good. You yeah, know, I don't felt. even know what works. Yeah. <laughs> just, just do. Yeah. Yeah. Just well, do. It's working. You know? Yeah. You know? <laughs> just do. Yeah. So, but, um, but yeah, man. So, uh, it's, it's talking about the, talking about the walking in and seeing the stairs. Yeah. That was crazy uh, time in my life. That's, it was just crazy it, to, to br- think. It brings that. you all back to yeah. now I, we have a, we have to come up the stairs in Phil's house to yeah. sit in our podcast studio. Yeah. yeah and record right with team members of OTG mm-hmm. um pe- people that are part of the you could say employees but it's really a team yeah yeah and so you're sitting in here with team members of your own company in your own house in your own podcast studio with your so, own stairs with your own stairs, <laughs> <own> stairs. <laughs> and so you got to you got to you got to understand that this is that moment that you thought deserved your attention more than the moment you were living in in the past. This is the moment. Mm-hmm. Try not to look so far ahead and think that that the next moment deserves your attention more than this one. Appreciate this one. Remain blissfully dissatisfied. Right. As in, I am happy and appreciative with what I have right now and where I'm at. However, I am on my way to more, and I know that. Mm. And I think if you can live like that forever you're going to, you're going to accomplish great things yeah, and, uh, accomplishing great things relative to the individual too. Yeah, so, for sure. Everybody's uh, a little bit different, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, to, to me as a kid, um, you know, just a few of the things in my life would have been now would have been humongous accomplishments, but sometimes I get caught up in it and I'm like, Oh, I need more. I need more. I need more. And, uh, like you Mondo, uh, uh several years back, living in an apartment versus your car was a huge accomplishment, right? So it's all about the individual and where you're at in your life and, um, savor this moment, grateful for it. Mm. Also, I'm going somewhere too. So yay. Thank you. This is what I have. I see it. I appreciate it. Me. I thank God. That's what, those are my beliefs. Thank you, God. Now this is where I'm headed to. So love this, love this. Thank you. It's more than I could have ever wanted, but now I'm going for more mm. and going for it's the story of my life. I, I want, if, uh, I, I don't, I don't know if I want to be buried and I don't think so. I think I want to be cremated because that's kind of lonely thought to me, but, uh, uh, I'll tell Jessica, um, put, um, you can put my name on the headstone. Don't even worry about the dates. Just put that he went for it. And I'm happy with that. 
If there, if, if people talk about me after I'm dead and be like, man, that guy, that guy went for it. Yeah. No matter how it ended up, I could mm-hmm. end up poor living under a bridge because <laughs> I, lost, he, I lost everything in a business that didn't work. Right. But I did go for it. Mm-hmm. I left it all on the table. That's and, what happened uh, to Nikolai Tesla. Really? Yeah. Nikolai Tesla, he, you know, he was a great, great. And now he owns inventor. Tesla. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he probably wishes it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah the guy, the guy lived a kind of crazy life, but he would always, uh, try to help others and try to kind of put people, other people on. I mean, I didn't know the guy, but it's like, I've seen a couple of videos on him and things like that. And I'm like, man, he created so much mm-hmm. and he would have his patents out there. Some people would take them and he was just like, Oh, okay, well, whatever. And I mean, he ended up, um, he died alone, you know, died alone by himself and just feeding pigeons. That's but all he, he go did. for it. But he went for it. I mean, and now we he's were, a legend. Yeah. We, yeah. We recognize him now as this like yeah. great creator. And yeah. it's right. just like, man, he's, it's some, I think that's, uh, that's a cool way to go out. I think, yeah, I mean, certainly. Yeah. It's, that's great to me. Yeah. yeah so no it's cool. And that's what I try to like explain to these clients, like, don't be afraid to fail. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. And if, like if there was any environment where it's okay to fail, it's in the gym. I think fitness is a great, um, what's analogy. Is that the word? Simile, something like that. Uh, mm, comparison, you like know, like her ass. <laughs> yeah. It's a great comparison, metaphor. you know, to the metaphor, I think yeah, is actually yeah, what I'm yeah, looking for. Metaphor. Yeah. Thanks. Um, but yeah, fitness is a great metaphor for that. And I'm sure that, and maybe you can expand upon this if you want. I'm sure that <clears throat> what you learned in fitness, even though you went there just to shower in the beginning, mm-hmm. but then you started learning more about fitness, mm-hmm. as you said. So maybe if you want to kind of talk about what you learned and stuff uh, like that through your, through fitness, yeah, you know, what did I, fitness teach you? Yeah. Well, like some, it's something like how something scientific about how, like when you work out, you release endorphins. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but it's, it's something like There's that. Some dopamine and I, stuff involved for sure. And I would feel that. And like, I was such a low place, you know, living in your car, like that's hard, especially when you're young and like you have to like people kind of like make fun of you. Cause it's like, uh, you know, we're, we're young. We, we don't really watch what we say. We just kind of say what we feel. Right. You know, and yeah, I and people, hear, like, people kind of bust your balls a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. dude, mm-hmm. you live in your car, like you're homeless. Like what the heck, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, so whenever I would go to the gym and it would make me feel good, uh, that it would just make hit. me want to keep going. Um, man, I kind of, uh, other than that, um, you know, wanting to look good on top of that made me want to keep going. And then, uh, it kind of taught me like, responsibility, accountability. Ooh, I like Ooh, that. That's good. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, and now more than ever working, uh, with Phil at OTG, having people like, I'm not only just thinking about myself anymore, right? which is all I've ever done. Cause that's all I've ever had. That's a puzzle was, piece for sure. Myself. Mm-hmm. Um, having these people depend on me to be there on time, having these people depend on me to give them a hard good workout, a right. fulfilling workout, not just like going through the motions, yeah. you know, making them feel like they did something, uh, that has taught and Phil holding me accountable for things like nobody's really ever helped. I mean, my parents, sure. They've held me accountable, but I've never cared because it was never like, it was never anything, um, like I ever wanted to do. It was like, Hey, clean your room. Like, well, why should I clean my room? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. As to now, it's yeah. like, Hey, you need to be on time. You need to give your all because these people are like paying and like expecting it. And that's just completely changed my outlook, not only on like in like work perspective, but like also in life perspective, you know, like, I catch myself talking to my girlfriend sometimes like talking, like I've never talked before. Like, Hey, like, I'm really sorry. Like I can't like just mess around right now. I I have to do this because people are depending on me tomorrow, tomorrow, not, Mm -hmm. not next week, not next month, tomorrow. Yeah. I have to do it right now. Cause if not now, then like, I'm going to let a lot of people down and I can't have that. Can't have it. I can't. Mm-hmm. Ha- I can't let these people only the greatest. Down. You I can't have, settle for less. I have yeah. to give it my one thousand percent every day, because that's all these people expect. Yeah, but anyway, no, uh, I think that's a great point. It's just like how you said um, something I want to touch on is 
how you said before you only thought about yourself. Well, it's the same thing with like with this. Like we're all a team together. Say that that's why the clients are just as important of a piece, and Daryl's just as important of a piece, and Sean is just important of, mm-hmm. as a, of a piece as everyone. Because if it wasn't for the clients, you know, to be there waiting for you with expectations, you wouldn't be the person that you are. So, right, that's why those clients are just as important as me. Mm-hmm. Right? That's why Sean is just as important as I am. And, yeah. You know, and so that's you, another. Oh, what's up? Well, you, you said something earlier uh, that kind of. Uh, I don't even know if you realized you said it, Mondo, but it struck me when you said it. Um, we were kind of joking around about training and you, and I said something about being shredded and you looked at me and you were like, yeah, I'm in there. I'm in there crushing the gym during my workouts because I can't expect these people that I'm training to get in here and crush the workout if I'm not crushing my workouts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is, we just talked about this on the last show. You can't tell people to go for it when you're not going for it. You can't tell people to tell people to be in shape when you're not in shape. You can't expect people to crush their workout when you're not crushing your workout. And it goes on and on and on. The list yeah. goes on. That's right. And uh, that's yeah. There's that you could use the word accountability. You could use the word responsibility. You could use the word leading, mm-hmm. uh, which is what you're doing uh, in a lot of ways. But one crushing the gym during your workout, even when nobody's watching, even when mm-hmm. that's yeah. leading these mm-hmm. clients, they can look. I can look at you until you're in shape. Right. Mm. And, you know, if you were 450 pounds, which I don't have anything against anybody that's 450 pounds, but you're not hiring them as your trainer. You're not going to hire them as your trainer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if somebody, somebody that's 450 yeah. pounds <laughs> told me that I needed to run a marathon in less than three and a half hours, I'd be like, get out of my face. Like, right. <laughs> you, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, but if you get in there and you tell these clients, hey, man, you got to, you can't be, um, you can't be half assing this, dude. Like, let, let's go. And they're going to look at you and go, well, yeah, I know Mondo. I've seen him in here training or I can tell by looking at him, this yeah. guy, this guy crushes his workout. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah. And even like, that's how I look at Phil. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, like this guy's huge. This guy gets like, after it. This guy is like, he's like at the gym all day, every day. If I want to be like this guy, I got to be, be in here all day, every day. I got to be in my workouts all day, every day. Like, if I'm not like him, then how can I be like him? And which is like the ultimate goal is being like Phil. This is Phil's idea. Mm-hmm. You know, bro, I don't know what's going on. Oh, come on, <laughs> no. bro. Oh, come on. You know, sometimes you talk to me like that and you're like, I don't know what, I don't. I just want you to know that, you know, at the end of the day, as long as you care and you give it your best effort, what you do is not always as important as how you do it. Mm-hmm. So uh, even if you care a lot, and you do the wrong thing. We can live with that. We can live with that. That's cool. And that's what, that's me. That's what I do. I don't know a lot of times. I didn't know how to start a podcast, but I tried and we did it real bad. Trust me. <laughs> go listen to them. <laughs> go check them out. You don't even want to see the ones we didn't post. <clears throat> yeah. We, There's only a couple of them. <laughs> we did it real bad. But the thing is we cared and we tried. And we came back. And then you come back. You come yeah. back. Yeah. And that, that's all I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? And I want you to know that we're on the same level. He, he's trying you know? to, he's trying to, um, like you said a minute ago, he talks to you and he says, well, I don't know. He's letting you know that Phil, Phil is just a regular guy that followed his dreams and is still following them. And, um, that's what you are. You're a regular guy that's following your dreams. Mm-hmm. He's just a little further down the road, a little older than you, you know, right. started a little earlier than you, right? Whatever yeah. it is. Right. And so not, not very long ago, you know, he's, he didn't own a business. He was working a nine to five. He was training people on the side and um, he's just taking action every day. He doesn't know all the answers. He doesn't know. Um, he, he doesn't know. He doesn't always make the right decision, but he cares and um, he learns from his mistakes and he moves on. And that's what he's trying to portray. Yeah. That's I'm trying to let you know that I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have all the answers. I expert, you know, um, and a lot of things, you know, we're in this together, learning together. Sean knows a lot more about photography and videos than we do. Right. So that's why we have him. But I definitely didn't right? know starting off at all. Like there yeah. was a lot that I did not taking know. Taking pictures of cars like, on his iPhone. Yeah, taking pictures of cars <laughs> yeah. on my phone. And man, that's where it cigarette all started. Boxes. You know? Cigarette, cigarette boxes. Cigarette boxes. <laughs> yeah. That was it. But it's like, man, it's, <laughs> I, I was, that. I was yeah. passionate about it. You know, I want, I wanted it bad enough. And, uh, you know, I had a 
a counselor back when I was a kid told me that I couldn't. And I I, I was like, no, why can't I? Yeah. You know, other people can, other people have, and other people will. Why can't I? Why not? And then some, you know, like you said, you felt like you were like almost shoved in a box of refinery or medical pick up, pick your two. And it's like, I don't, I don't want, I don't want that though. Why can't I pick box three? Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. like I want to do that. And you found a skill set now that you care about. And so you attack Daryl. This guy can tell a story like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. So I guess what we did, we started a podcast where he can, t- he can tell <laughs> I stories. I got all the details, baby. You know what I'm saying? I got all the details. So yeah, you just gotta, you gotta find uh, I don't ever tell a story twice. Something that you care about. <laughs> something that you'll give a lot of detail, you mm-hmm. know, that you'll put your effort into. Uh-huh. And it's, then you just attack. You know? I guess it's just hard because it's just hard for me to accept that you guys want to be on my level because- I guess I've always had people. <laughs> nah, man, I get it. No, no you're good. Man. Yeah. No, you're good. Nah. Man. You're good, man. I get it. You're good, man. We're all, we're, yeah, we're all, we're all on the, a similar level. We're all learning yeah. together. So hundred percent, man. Yeah. We're just here, you know, and we all go through, through tough things, you know, and we all grow. Yes. All the time. All the time. Like every, every episode, every episode we're growing, changing, Every day that we go to the gym, every yep. workout, you know, it's just, you learn every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feel those feelings, Mondo. <laughs> yeah. For real. Nah. Well, um, you got to feel them. Yeah. 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 You do. You do. That's how you um, grow. It's just, it's crazy because it's like, you know, uh, I don't know. I guess I've always been told that it wasn't good enough. No, I think that you were just, um, you weren't in the right lane. I forget who says that. There's a, man, there's somebody that talks about that. That if you're, even if you do all the right things, but you're not in the right lane, you'll be good, but you might not be great. Kind of standing in the wrong line. Yeah. Yeah. But now, now you have the skills Yeah, yeah. and you're in the right lane. So you can, so now you can just force, you know? I kept thinking about this right before the podcast and I'm like, why have I always been the way I was? Why do I think the way that I do? It's because I've never had support. Right. I've always been on my own. And the only reason why I'm doing this great is because I have support from everybody here at the gym. When Mm -hmm. I go in the gym, it's like, hey, what's up, Mondo? Or, hey, what are you up to? Whenever we have those meetings. And you're and you tell me, hey, I want to hear what you have to say when I text you and I tell you whatever you listen, you hear me out. I know I have the confidence in knowing if I think of something, I can just say it without having to be like, oh, that's not good enough. Or like, oh, that sounds dumb. We can just build off of it. Well, just know that this is how it's supposed to be. This is right. Everything yeah. else you've been through was wrong. Mm. Period. So- so give yourself some credit here too, Mondo, because you're right. You know, um, you're part of a team that cares, right? That that's a good thing. However, this, all this team has done for you is presented you with an opportunity. Yeah. yeah. And it's been your decision to capitalize on that opportunity, nice. to take advantage of the opportunity to bust your ass and, and work. Cause Phil could have extended the opportunity to you. Yeah. And you could have half-assed it or not done it or not taken it or not given a shit about it. Hey, yeah. And you wouldn't be where you're at. Mm-hmm. He said, Hey, here's an opportunity. So I will give him his credit for that. Phil gave you an opportunity. It's given me a lot of opportunities in life, but you took, you said, okay, I got this opportunity in front of me. What am I going to do? Yeah. You're going for it. That's right. So you have to take some of that credit too, for yourself. Yeah. And, um, you're, you're definitely getting after it. You're definitely sure. capitalized on it. You're definitely going for it. And, um, you're only going to grow. And yeah. something that you said earlier, like I wanted to, um, interject on, um, you saying that like, you felt like, um, you know, you felt like people would tell you that you weren't good enough or whatever. But I think that one thing that I struggled with, cause I feel the same, I feel very similar there. And, um, very alone in some aspects and I've done a lot by myself and I just feel that we have to be able to let in the idea of deserving, um, being, doing well, deserving, having the love with your girlfriend, with the people that you work with, the job that you do, feeling fulfilled. You, you deserve that. You, we all deserve that. And it's not just, you know, it's, you have to be 
open to that. And I, I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. That's what you, I, you I, deserve it. Thanks, you deserve it a hundred percent. man. That. Yeah. And now you, you just hard for it. pay it. You remember that movie, pay it forward. Mm -hmm. Great that movie. movie? Mm -hmm. uh, you never seen it. <laughs> it's basically about this little kid. Um, man, I don't, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but oh, basically man. this kid yeah. makes sure that everyone pays it forward. Yeah. Basically. So yeah. something, somebody does something good for you. Was it yeah. three people? You have to do something good for three people. And then yeah. those three people each do something good. Mm -hmm. Like you bless somebody in some way, give mm -hmm. them an opportunity, give them right. something right yeah. to help them. So now that you know the difference between right and wrong, take what you know is right and pay it forward to, to someone else. Sounds like he is yeah. with yeah. his clients. Yeah. Yeah. Paying it for, for sure. It yeah. yeah. my goal every single time trying to give them what I didn't have, you know, you know, these clients, they're going through high, hard times right now. You know, they go to the gym, not a whole lot of confidence, mm -hmm. not a whole lot of like assurance and support in themselves. And I want to be that person for them. When I tell these people, hey, I know you can do an extra five pounds. It's because I see it. I believe it. Care about and them. I know mm -hmm. it. And then nothing feels better when I give them, when I bump them up from 20 to 25. And they were like, whoa. I did it. <laughs> but you see that spark in their eye. Yeah. It happened this morning. Yeah. yeah it happened this morning. Yeah, yeah. You know, you see that little spark in their eye and they're like, oh, or, or they, they do it. And it was so hard that they just start busting out laughing because yeah. it was like so much effort yeah. that they don't want to yell. So they just laugh. Yeah. And, and, yeah. I, I yeah. realized that the other day I was working out with these two guys and I was, um, I, we we're doing chest and I usually stay around like the 45, 55 range. And I was able to bump it up to, I think what, 60, 60s or 65s. Yeah. So Somewhere and for it, like I was like eight whoa. reps or something. I was yeah. like, whoa, holy! Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. I didn't know. I didn't know I was capable, mm -hmm. but I had people that supported me, and exactly. it felt great, and I felt capable with yeah. the support of others. And definitely, that's one thing I've learned. I think that's the biggest thing I've learned from working here at OTG is that you need support. You without support, you feel alone and you feel like you can't be the person you truly are inside. But if you have the support, you can be anything you want to be. You know, you just need someone to believe in you. And that's us. We believe yep. in every client that walks into that gym. Mm -hmm. And like, we're not just saying that because we're personal trainers. You know, some people tell me, oh, you're just saying that because, you know, you're a personal trainer. No. Well, there's a reason I'm, they walked into that gym. I mean that 1000%. If I'm telling you, you look strong. If I'm telling you that your face looks like it's slimming down, it's because it is. I'm not just going to tell you. I'm not just going to make something up to make you feel good. No, mm -hmm. no, I don't want to give you false hope. I put in the work to make you make all this progress. And so I'm going to tell you when I see the progress, you know, right, cause yeah. I, I helped you create it, you know? So. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a thing for you too. It's like, um, <laughs> like a child, like you know, you're helping this person develop. That's right. right. So it's the same, you know, it's a weird, that's kind of weird, but yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I get uh, it. You're I, proud and you want right. to make sure like that, a teacher and a student. Yeah, they, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. analogy. Sometimes <laughs> I catch myself and I'm like, man, I feel like I'm talking like a dad right now. But it's like, I mean, I don't know what else. You just got. I am truly proud of like everyone that I train with. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know, because they, I give it my all, and then when they reflect it back to me and they give it their all in there, it feels good. Man, that's what it's all about. Nothing beats that, and yeah. that's what keeps me waking up with a smile on my face. Them giving me their all. You know, yeah. Well, that's all I ever wanted was like people to show me the same amount of love and care and effort that I give to them. And that's all I ever get here. And, um, yeah. OTG. OTG. Uh, OTG is the place for that. That's right. Yeah. Guys. We've been going 48 minutes here, but the, I could Dang. go all day talking to Mondo. I didn't, I didn't, even, but, I didn't, I didn't feel like Mondo, yeah. dude. Law, it's, I know you've been here sep, sep, since September. Welcome to the team. Mm. I know that Phil likes where this is going. I know for certain that your clients like where this is going. And now I know for certain that you like where this is going. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you've been presented an opportunity, but you're the one capitalizing yeah. every single day. 
day in and day out. You're going for it. You're getting after it. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Yeah. I believe in you. I know Phil believes in you. He's yeah. told me this, you know, whenever, not, not since we're all sitting here <laughs> and, um, you're going to do big things, man. I appreciate and, uh, to the people listening at home, Mondo, check him out at OTG. Yeah. You want some, you want somebody to train you that cares about training you. That's right. Everybody at OTG, but Mondo is going to, he's going to, he's going to stay up at night texting you, <laughs> building a workout, <laughs> coming in early, am, telling you to up your weight. Uh-huh. And it's, and it's not up your body weight, up your, the weight you're using. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And maybe he's going to tell you to up your weight. Maybe you're a little skinny, maybe. you know, maybe he's going to be like, Hey man, you need to put some size on, right. but it's because he cares, right? Yes. And cause I see it and all I ask in return is just to give it your all in there as much as I give it my all into them. Uh, I remember when I first got interviewed with Phil, I was like, all I need is a green light. All I need for you is just to give me the green light and I can go, I can get it. And I'm getting it, man. Sometimes I scare myself. Sometimes I'm like, no, I need to be humble. I need to stop myself because I'm feeling too powerful. I, and if I feel too powerful, I'm going to forget where I come from. So I always look at, it's a certain number on your wall at OTG. It says, be humble. I always look at it and I remind myself, yeah, like Phil has it on there for a reason. I need to, Stay humble. Remember where I come from. Because if not, then I'm going to be exactly who I don't want to be. Right. Um, so, yeah. But I'm, you're growing. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. You're growing. Man, thanks for coming on the show, Mondo. Uh, I, I don't think we need, to, we need even any closeout comments here for that show. This has been one of the best ones we've ever had. So, no doubt. Phil, man. you got anything yeah, else? Thank you so much, man. Nah, we I think that's you. it. I think Mondo, that's- you got anything else to say, man? Uh, I mean, like. Tell the people to get after it. Yeah. Yeah. Where can they find Man, you? Man, yeah, that's, well, that's over here to we're OTG. Gonna get- and not just me, this whole team, all of OTG, me, Summer, Kevin, Sean, uh, Phil, like we're all here for you, you know, um, just come and like, we can change your life and give you what you've been missing. We care for each and every one of y'all. And that you know that that's all you can you can ask for. Yeah. Come, that's all that really matters. Come in and fill it for yourselves. Yeah. Everything yeah. else will figure itself out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. What? Where can they find you, Mondo? OTG, only the greatest in Webster. Well, no, no. I'm saying on. Do you have socials? Do you have a? Do oh, you do? Uh, uh, not really. No, not really. Not right. Come now. to OTG Fitness in Webster, <laughs> Texas, and meet Mondo. It's better uh, to meet me in person than internet. Anyway. You want to meet this guy in person? <laughs> there you go. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna close this show out, Mondo. Thanks again, brother. Keep getting after it. I believe in you. The team believes in you. And I know the clients believe in you too, man. Um, So everybody keep getting after it. Until the next time, we're out. Okay. Sean, I heard that camera click off again. I did too. I don't don't really know why. So we need to figure that out. But it ain't no thing. Yeah, it it was like towards the end. Yeah. Yeah, but it's all good. Look how far we are. We're still screwing things up. I almost fucking teared <laughs> Still can't figure it out. 52 oh, minutes yeah. into the 52nd episode. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Man, I feel like I didn't even like get to say everything, but it's cool. Like-